We're all synced up. Fuck yeah, man. Fucking a bitch. Okay, uh, hardcore Henry over here. Hi everyone. Uh, Welcome to Trudging Along. Trudging Along. That's just the podcast where we just talk about fucking anything because nothing matters. Everything sucks. You fucking nailed it. Yeah. Fucking uh, donkey dick. Okay. Yeah. So you're feeling good. My name's Trev. I'm David. And that's David. And yeah, we're just existing, guys. Mostly like most like Bud Light. I have Bud Light. Yeah, you know what? My first uh, gumption, my it's first like drinking water. My first gripe right now is that we're drinking Bud Lights. And here's the thing. I do enjoy Bud Light. I like it. It's delicious. It just doesn't give you that payoff you want. I just feel like I'm sitting here chatting with a chum. I want something with a little bit more bite. Yeah. You want yeah. a bit of a buzz. Something like Barks. Barks repeat. Those were great ads, by the Barks way. Barks got bite, yeah. Remember those little Johnny? dog? Who says Barks has bite? Johnny? Okay, I actually don't remember the ads apparently as well as you do. I just remember a little dog. No, Barks has bite. It was from the 90s. Was the it blind a pug? Guy? Who says Barks has bite? I don't know, but was it a pug in the Barks? I don't even know the fucking one you're talking about. And it's crazy how many dog-centered uh, ads there were. You had the Taco Bell dog. You had Barks has bite. Uh, there's no dog in the Barks. I swear to God there was a... What are you talking normally about? I, like, normally, we wait a little bit before we uh, pull out the phone and have to do a, a real-time... Uh, it must have been later in Barks commercials, but... Barks, Barks Root Beer... Commercials. Commercial dog, I'll put. I don't remember a dog ever. I'm pretty sure. Barks has bite, 90s commercial, okay? There's a guy in a mall, and he's saying it has bite. Yeah, there's the one. Barks has bite. This is the one you're talking about, yeah. Isn't it the dog that's talking? Oh, no, it's the little man. And he pours him some Barks root beer next to a very tall... That looks like a comedian I know. Who is that? I don't understand. The whole joke is that the guy's short? I don't know, but who says Barks got his bite? Johnny? Johnny? Well, I thought there was a dog. There's a fucking dog. Yeah, no, I stand... No, yeah, this is the dog. Here, right there, look. That's the dog. Uh, that's like a fucking... That wasn't a commercial. That was like a probably a gimmick or something. It's a plush. It's a dog's body and then a Barks can on top. I swear to God. Barky, the Barks root beer dog. Okay, that they didn't do commercials. It must have been like a mascot. Here it is. Something. We were commissioned to build a new Barky, the Barks root beer dog. Originally made in Canada, he was featured in a series of large posters. Yeah, so he wasn't in a okay. commercial. No, I stand corrected. He was. De- he was, but he was a still image campaign. Who gives when a shit? When it came time to make more in the series, production moved to the United States. They wanted a new Barky. Well, okay, can we can we not can we say we were both right here? No, because there was never a commercial with Barky the dog and I'd never seen that before. Just because you haven't seen something doesn't mean that it didn't exist. Like the female clitoris. Anyone that that's You've never seen one, person but it that's exists. Listen to this has never even heard of Barky the hey, dog. Hey, listener, if you've heard of Barky the dog I from Barks You Root said Beer. the Bark commercial, and I, and I, I, and then I said the exact commercial that was yep. part of the nineties. No, commercial. and I'm, I'm acquiescing that. You, but then you also said that the dog doesn't exist. It didn't exist in commercials. There's never a commercial okay, but you didn't, dog. Say, you didn't say maybe there was somewhere else. You said no, there was no dog. Uh, there was a dog, just not in the commercial. And I'm acquiescing that to you. I'm. I'm oh my god, with the fucking acquiesce. Yeah, I know. I'm so sorry. It's big words. They hurt your yeah, tiny brain. Fucking Captain Jack Sparrow. They. What? Whatever happened to the? Uh, the the Taco Bell dog though, Yokito Again, who Taco cares? Bell. That Taco Bell well, dog he's was dead stupid. now for sure. Oh, you didn't like that ad? No, it was why? dumb. Because a Chihuahua? It. What? Because it's a Mexican dog? Is this why you never uh, worked for an ad agency? 
I, it's just stupid. Okay, you didn't like the premise. I did Fair. like the Red Dog beer. Remember Red Dog beer and no the, idea the what Red it is. Bulldog? Nope. Don't and know they, what that is. Uh, okay, and this is a true story. They it was a it was, I was their mascot. You were lie to me. There was a mascot for the thing, and they did ads where they painted a uh, an English bulldog red, and it died from poison from color poisoning. And they, are you fucking serious? Yeah, and the beer company went under. I should hope so. Yeah. Did no one bother to check? Hey, is it okay if we paint this dog red? I guess not. It died. They went out of business. See that to me. <laughs> that's a very. That's a very. That sounds like a Wikipedia entry. Like if. But it was a if sweet. You're can. writing about. Look, look the, up again. Look up Red Dog Beer. It was like an okay. awesome can and logo. Uh, red. I wish I was old enough to drink beer at that time. I'd be drinking that all the time. And was it uh, Canadian beer? Red. No, I think it was from Seattle. Or Red Washington. Dog Beer. Red Dog Beer. Yeah. A bulldog like that's that. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. It's a it's a large uh, bulldog uh, by the Miller Brewing Company. Red face. It was like a huge beer in the late eighties, nineties. It's on Wikipedia. Um, part of the Plank Road Brewery. The beer contains four point eight percent. It says contains. Like I think it's still around, dude. I thought they stopped. Introduced signing. 1994 history. 90s, yeah. Introduced the Plank Road name was resurrected in the 90s to sell Ice House and Red Dog as a more premium beer under a different name. Red Dog beer. Using the tagline "Be Your Own Dog," Tommy Lee Jones was hired to voice Red Dog TV commercials in the ad campaign from the campaign of Michael McLaughlin. What are any relation to Sarah? Mm. Oh, in Toronto, maybe. Although popular during the mid to late 1990s. Yeah. Red Dog faded into near obscurity after the turn of the 21st century. Since 2005, it's been returning to stores in a current price segment between Miller High Life and Milwaukee's Best. Nothing about... No, I think that was an urban legend. You think so? Yeah. They painted the dog red for the commercials, though, and someone said the dog died. Yeah, that... Okay, so we went quickly to this happened to... I, I think the dog... I think we're okay. I think the dog lived. No, no, I, I guarantee you it really happened. Okay, Red Dog Beer commercial dog died. Yes. No, it says Duke the Bush's baked bean commercial with dog has died. No, there's nothing. What that, the fuck dog is this? It's bringing up. It's I'm telling you, Duke. I didn't make that up. That was a real story. No, I'm sure you heard. I'm sure the story itself was real to you, but I think that in actuality. But that beer was so awesome. You'd see it in the beer stores and you know, when you're young and you're like, I want to drink that even though I, I'm not old enough yet to drink that's, beer. That's why artwork's a category for our show, because if it's if it's, it looks appealing enough, then you're going to yeah, pick up a case. I always wanted to drink red dog beer and I, I missed the window. No, I think we're all good. Did you hear about the. Uh, the Can you see if it's actually sold still? Well, it says it is. It well, says it's been a trend, but probably in the States. Ah, I've never seen it in the States. I'm going yet. to the States next week. Do you want me to see if I can pick up a case of Red Dog? I, I've never seen it in the, in the beer store, even in the States, in all my years of going to the States. Okay, well, I'll take a look. I'll take a gander. See if I can hunt it down. Can you imagine if I bring back some Red Dog for you? That would I, make would, your, I would shit. That would make your fall. Well, I don't. Can we agree that if I bring it back, you don't just I would shit, shit into a cereal bowl Man. and. Okay. And leave it out on my deck. Speaking of shit in cereal bowl, you've eaten a lot of Cap'n Crunch lately. Yeah, it's really good. Why? Crunchberries. Okay. <laughs> just... Because I never had Crunchberries did here you, before. Did you, um, do you remember that uh, that radio commercial? Or radio, no, it was like a morning show contest is what it was. In the States when the Nintendo Wii came out, I think it was called Hold Your Wii for a Wii. Yes. And some lady died. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. I saw the article. Uh, hold Your Wii. And the, the host got fired, I think. Yeah, but I don't know why they got fired. That's pretty out there if you die for that. Yeah, that's what I mean, right? It has to be in January 2007, KDND's morning show controversially held an on-air contest in which contestants were challenged to drink as much water as they could without urinating in order to win a Nintendo Wii video game console. Yeah, but like if so that's a freak accident if you die from that's that. That's what I mean. Like I don't 
Yeah. A 28-year-old, oh, she was young, participant in the contest died of water intoxication, resulting in Entercom being sued for wrongful death. Yeah, wrongful death, yeah. Well, everyone sues for something. The FCC investigated the incident in 2016. It designated the renewal uh, hearing question by the station as operating in public interest. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really say what Also, happened. if you hold in your piss until you die, you're an idiot. Yeah, that's kind of the thing, right? Like, no one no one would have thought anyone's going to die because they think that... If it was really bad, they'd be like, oh, you know I, what? I, 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 I lost. Yeah. yeah, respect. Yeah, not not fucking die. Did they give her the Wii anyways? The prize, yeah, po- post- posthumously? Yeah. It's like an Oscar? An Oscar? Yeah, they put the Wii on her, on her headstone? <laughs> that's... T- yeah, it's motion activated too when you walk by. Oh, you can play it. You yeah. can go to her gravesite and play bowling. the Wii. Yeah, you can play Wii bowling. They it's in the glass case yeah. they do at the store where you yeah. can play it through the. They case. install the screen behind plexiglass, it's waterproof, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then there's a couple controllers there, and yeah. then you can you can play bowling on her uh, gravestone. Oh, that's awesome. R.I.P. A nurse shocked at the idea called on called on air to warn the contestants were endangering their lives. Oh, that's bad. So in the middle of this contest, a Who nurse... Who ever would die from holding their piss in? I've held my piss in until I literally couldn't piss. You but, know when you hold your piss co- in for so long, you okay. start to piss, wait. and it doesn't even come out? Wait, 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 wait. You got to hear this. A nurse shocked at the idea, called on air to the morning rave show. First of all, it's called the morning rave show. It's so stupid. <laughs> uh, in California, to warn that contestants were endangering their lives from water contamination. But the contest went ahead with a host laughing and asking, is anyone dying in there? (laughs) Yeah, but because that's how crazy it is. Jennifer Lee Strange, 28, entered and she and other contestants vomited. She dropped out of the contest, went home and died about six hours later. A jury awarded $16,577,188 damages. No fucking way. Yeah. For dying from piss? I'm not pissing. They held the radio station liable. I mean, yeah, someone's got to get sued in this case at least, No, right? yeah, but $16 million, that's kind of your own... I think she... Did she have a kid, though? No family members were present? I, I, that's like, so weird that they awarded that much damage because you did that willingly. You entered that contest willingly. Yeah, but you got to enter a radio contest under the assumption that it's you're not, not going to... Gonna... kill you? <laughs> no, it's still... Know your limit play within it yeah but also you would think that if a contest is at like a, a news organization or like a media outlet that they would have at least been like oh this isn't going to kill anyone right you know what i mean or like you sign a waiver that's also a dumb she thing why hold sign, your piss in for a she week probably didn't, well, that's, a, that's a radio contest right they just try and do a play yeah, on words really stupid yeah if it were me i'd be like make some art or something Can yeah you or like stab snow? me in the in the hand have you ever uh done a radio contest or anything like that no I did once. There was, when I was growing up, there was a radio show called, uh, well, fuck, I can't what it was called, but they had a contest called Stump the Chumps. And if you called in, you called in with a question, and if they couldn't answer it, then you win a prize. You know what the prize was? Uh, dildo. It was the best fucking prize to like a 13-year-old kid. The prize was four passes to either uh, West Edmonton Mall's Galaxyland oh, fuck. or the water park. And a hundred dollar gift certificate to Red Lobster. <laughs> That's really good. Red Lobster's terrible. Though. And all you had to yeah, Red Lobster's shit, but it was free food. <laughs> I, all you had to do was call in with a question that they couldn't answer. So I I played uh, Trivial Pursuit with my family, and there was this one question I was like, they'll never get it. So I called in, and the question was, what was the first city in North America to have traffic lights? Who the fuck knows that? Chicago. 
you're on the right track. I remember, I remember the answer. Um, when you hear the answer, you'll let, you're like, of course, but New York. Nope. First city in North America to have traffic lights. Now you can probably Google this. It might be wrong. This is what Trivial Pursuit said. I had the car. I remember, I remember, I remember, uh, standing in our piano room with the card and I was on the cordless phone. It was like 7:40 AM. Why'd you say I was on the right track with Chicago? Well, I just mean like it's Midwest. Midwest. That's like East Coast, so I don't know. Chicago just seems I think that might even be one of their answers. I don't know. I don't know. What is it? Fuck I don't Detroit. Detroit. Oh, because it's Motor City. They right. first had cars there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that makes sense. So it makes sense when you hear it. Anyways, oh, yeah. I got the fucking passes. Um, I have younger brothers, but I took my friends instead. And <laughs> oh, we, fuck it. Your brothers must have been fucking devastated. Went and had an absolute riot. I called for Is the Red Lobster still in the mall? Uh, there's one like seven minutes down the road. I had a fucking Red Lobster maybe Oh, God, no, eight years ago? Eight years ago, I went to Red Lobster in... Uh, you had massive diarrhea? It was horrible. Yeah, it sucks, right? Like, I don't like... I'm, I like seafood. I like some seafood. I don't know why, but I can't get behind shrimp. Oh, I love shrimp. Garlic I try shrimp? it. Like, every Christmas, there'll always be a shrimp cocktail platter out, and I'll give it a whirl. I'll take you a couple. You like the dipping, uh, cocktail sauce? This is, so is what everyone too. tells me. Everyone's like, but the cocktail sauce. Really, the shrimp is just a mechanism for you for to the eat. Sauce, yeah, yeah, eat the cocktail sauce. I like sauce. my sauce, a lot of horseradish in it. Oh, see, maybe I haven't had... I'm a big, big fan of horseradish. Yeah, usually if you get a good cocktail sauce, they put a ton of horseradish mixed with it. Especially at the keg. That keg, I don't know what they put in that horseradish sauce. Oh, it's delicious. I don't believe in God, but I'm fairly certain that I've almost seen her or him before upon ingesting... Yeah, because it's, it's not even mixed with anything. It's straight up horseradish. I think it, they just blend like, it... It's crazy. It is like it. I think it should be like regulated. It's so intense. And those but... keg sliders are just to die for. Yeah, we had we had a little residency at the keg on Granville Island during our play, and yeah. uh, I gotta tell you, man, it opened up a whole new world of possibilities. The keg for me, their wings are fucking amazing. I'd never had them before. I didn't even know the the keg served wings. I highly recommend them. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, everything was good there. We never had a bad time. Oh, we remember it was uh, the service was bad a couple times. The service was absolute dog shit most <laughs> of the time. If we weren't if we weren't sitting at the bar top conversing the with the lovely bartenders, would never come to your they table. They were horrendous. Now maybe it was because they could tell we weren't dropping the big bucks like we weren't going in for a big steak meal yeah that doesn't fucking matter it doesn't matter if we we're in the lounge for two reasons one we're paying customers uh and we still racked up like you know we're still having drinks and, and appies and stuff and two it takes them all of five seconds to be like you guys good do you want another round do you yeah. know what i mean like and they're we're in the lounge where they're we're they're right walking by, by the already. pass maybe it was us maybe it's something to do with our faces i don't know but we were very kind and courteous tipped what? well i don't understand but yeah um Shout out to uh, uh, the keg on Granville Island. Uh, not, not, uh, not the best service, but great fucking wings and good uh, Heinekens. Mm-hmm. Love the Heinekens. Uh, they had a good Canadian on tap as well. Yeah, that was part of the reason for our uh, our hiatus. We did a play. We uh, we started rehearsing middle of summer, and then that ran right into September. And now we're getting back into the swing of things. Did you just burp on oh. your own microphone and it stinks? No, it's tickling. There's a fucking piece of fluff that was tickling my face. I was going like that. Uh, Huge thank you to anyone that uh, came out to see the show. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. We had a great time. Um, It was uh, right before each show, almost passed out from fear. Then at the end of each show, it was salation with having done it. Oh, yeah. No one asked for a refund, so it's good. 
It was uh, also fucking blistering hot throughout it, though. That was the uh, hard part. Yeah, it was. Also, some of the volunteers at the Fringe, fuck you. I'm going to say that right now. Uh, yeah, that could be our gripe. That's, that's, yeah, you know what? Let's get into it. Let's just be, let's just be very transparent here. Um, this was my first time producing a show at the Fringe Festival. I acted in a show at the Fringe Festival, not this, uh, the Edmonton Fringe Festival, 10 years ago. But um, got to say... Uh, not the best experience. Um, seemed very disorganized. Uh, but yeah, that was just uh, the one, the particular instance we had. Let me break it down for you. Mm-hmm. So we did a live streamed uh, option for our show, which was great to have that. Uh, loved the opportunity and appreciate. Oh, them. all the people at that studio were great. Amazing. Okay, so this is this is basically what it was. We had a venue on Granville Island. Uh, that we were performing all of our shows at, except for the live stream show. They actually had a great tech setup, multiple cameras. They were cutting between. It was fantastic. Um, but it was it was like what like literally 850 meters outside of Granville Island. It was like three blocks down. Yeah. But what that meant was we were performing uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, uh, this one weekend. Our Friday performance was on Granville Island. Our Saturday performance was this live stream show at this other venue, and then Sunday and Monday and the rest of our shows that week were back on Granville Island. So what we had to do was we had to get our gear from our first venue, the one on Granville Island, and mm-hmm. all of our set, and move it to the other venue. For Which was th- fucking horrible. It was, it was horrendous for a, a, a number of reasons. The main one being there was zero coordination amongst the fucking fringe people. Well, uh, there was no not from the from the fucking top down. Wait, we should start, we should also start by saying that the entire staff is volunteer, so you get some doozies. Not sorry, most of the most of the workers that day to day is run by volunteers, mm-hmm. and God bless them sincerely because the fringe, like the artists, are able to get twelve dollars of the fifteen dollars for the ticket cost. So it's a great way for artists to actually potentially make a bit of money doing what they love to do. Mm-hmm. So it's a great. The idea of it is great. The implementation, at least this year in Vancouver, not so much. But sincerely, like, like all the tons of volunteers make it happen, basically. So it was kind of shocking to me when we ran into some volunteers that were just cunts. Couldn't, don't know why. I don't know why they were such fucking assholes. Blew my mind. I think because they're just weirdos. Specifically, this one guy. He was in a wheelchair. This matters mm-hmm. uh, as we get into the story. So what happens is, let's take it back a bit. I'm jumping the gun a bit. So, Well, not only was he in a wheelchair, he was also missing his legs. Yeah, I mean, the reason he was in a wheelchair well, I think probably he's a bit, he's a bit bitter. Oh, okay. You're just saying that like, this, this could be why he he's so He might be a little sour. He might, have some, he might have some rose-colored glasses on. I don't think. I think they're off. I think the rose, Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, rose-colored glasses... Uh, means that you see everything and like everything looks good. Okay, so the exact opposite of yeah, that. Yeah, he did have them, but just like his legs, the rose-colored glasses were removed at some point. We don't know when. <laughs> oh my god! So, so the Friday, our first performance, um, we're all shit and bricks. We're very nervous. We got one of our set pieces that that day, which was a, a door frame for the show. So we go to our venue. We'd already talked to the tech guy, our tech guy, Riley. Shout out to Riley. He was great. We did a tech rehearsal on the Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, the tech rehearsal goes great. We go to Riley after the tech rehearsal. We say, hey, Riley, um, do you have a master schedule for this venue for the Fringe? Uh, because the way the Fringe Festival works is there's dozens and dozens of different shows, but a handful of venues. So uh, um, 
the the fringe board, they'll basically take all the shows and they'll plug them into different venues and then they'll figure out a schedule that works for everyone. You get some great shows, like a Friday night show. You get some kind of shitty times, like a Wednesday at three, but it kind of all balances out. But the thing is, is that when you set up for your show, it has to, it's, you have 15 minutes to set up, your show performs, and you have 15 minutes to strike because yes. there's another show coming right after you. Um, it's like a Bukaki situation. Bukaki. So... We talked to Riley on the Wednesday for our tech rehearsal, and Riley goes, yeah, you know what, guys? You're the first performance on Friday, so you could come in here, and you can set up your stage in the afternoon. Um, you get your door frame then, so you can move that in, and you can probably get a run-through of the whole show uh, before before your actual performance. We're like, Riley, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. We said, we'll be there around 1.30. Our show's at 4. He goes, that's great. So Friday, we get the door frame. We go to Granville Island. Um, the rest of our set is there, and then... We then try to get into our venue, which is on the third floor of a building. Uh, we have to talk to how many different people? We have to three or four different people yeah. uh, from the fringe to before we finally got to the manager of she manages three venues, ours included. And she was a fucking prick. I couldn't understand why. So I, I explained that we have to move the door from in. She was like huffing and puffing and she wasn't too happy about it, but uh, she led us up into the venue. She unlocks the venue. We get in, we move our door frame in, move it right onto the stage. And then we start going to get the rest of our, our gear. And she goes, oh, what are you guys doing? I said, well, we're, we're going to set up and then we're going to do a run through. And she started laughing at me. She's like, no, 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 no. She's like, I can't leave you in here. You can't be in here by yourself. I said, okay, well, where's Riley, our tech guy? She goes, oh, Riley's sick today. He won't be your, he won't be your tech guy. I said, well, who's our tech guy? She goes, I don't know. Uh, you can talk to, who's this fucking asshole? What's his name, Bernie? Oh, I, yeah, that I, fucking guy? Yeah, I, the yeah. fucking guy. This fucking loser. He was the worst. He had a fucking, he had his, he had his laptop attached to his, his, the front of him on like a harness and would just walk around like that. Um, that guy was a piece of shit. Yeah, she's like, you got to talk to Bernie. I can't remember his name. We'll call him Bernie. Uh, I said, okay, where's Bernie? She's like, I don't know. Let's leave here and I'll figure it out. So we go stand outside. Uh, Bernie comes over. He comes wandering over. I was like, hey, so we were told X, Y, and Z. He goes, no, you can't get in there. Sorry. Uh, you can wait till your tech gets there. Your tech will be running a little late because they're coming from a different venue because we're short-staffed right now because some of the techs are sick. Riley was sick. So we're off to a great start. Yeah, it was uh, just a fantastic start. So uh, dis dis Disheartening. It was very disheartening, and uh, we were on... Yeah, we were... We I were, was already fucking shimmering. I think this is when we went to the keg for our first uh, bunch of beers. Oh yeah, that first day we had yeah. uh, we had a beer and we had a uh, uh, it was a special it was beer and and uh, bourbon wasn't it on special? Oh, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because I had um, I had Glenlivet. Yeah. Had scotch. Yeah, you got a you got a uh, oh Heineken and a why was it? I had Glenlivet. I think. Oh no, yeah. I... No, but it was two specials. Yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. you can have a beer and a, a bourbon for this price. Oh yeah, for like ten bucks. Yeah, on yeah, this. yeah, Great. yeah. Anyways, we did that. It was fantastic. So. <laughs> the show goes fine. We're freaking yeah, out. We're trying to set up. We're trying to. We're trying to set up, and it, it all goes fine. Then afterwards, I try to find Bernie again. Oh, that fucking asshole! So I'm like, Bernie, uh, we have to come in here tomorrow to get our gear and then move it to the new venue where we're live streaming. He goes, Oh yeah, well you can just come tomorrow sometime and do all that. Maybe like one o'clock's fine. I was like, Okay, great. So then the next day we show up. It's Saturday afternoon, one o'clock on Granville Island. The place is bumper to bumper. It should take us, if traffic was even moderate, like literally 10 to 15 minutes to go there, park, get our stuff, and then go to the new venue. It probably takes us a good 20, 25 minutes just to get to our venue with the traffic. 
Oh, yeah. And the fucking Granville Island, don't get me started with that place. <laughs> so we get to the front of our venue, and there's two parking spots there. There's a, there's a, it's literally the, the loading zone. There's a, it's a loading zone. Yeah. There's a sandwich board about four feet tall. It's a big metal sandwich board with a sign that's talking about the fridge. And there's some cones. Uh, that's in front of one of the parking spots. There were cones. And then on one parking spot, there's a couple cones. So I'm pretty fed up at this point already. So we go, you're already there. You park in the parking spot with the sandwich board that's in front of it. I go and I move the cones and I park my vehicle. We put our hazards on. And there's a table in front of the doors leading into the venue with two volunteers. This is where Professor Xavier comes in play. And then there's this gentleman in the wheelchair. (laughs) So I explain to them, like, hey, guys, um, we're just going to be going upstairs and getting all of our gear, bringing it down so we can move it to the other venue for the live stream. And they all look at me like I have two heads or both my legs. And um, they start to say, okay, well, I don't know about this. And I go, like, no, would you guys mind just moving because we have to use these doors and use the elevator. And the guy in in the wheelchair... He starts kind of giving me a bit of flat. He goes like, "I don't know about this. I don't know what do you guys." What yeah, do you like guys... what the fuck? I can't, I can't even. <laughs> what are you guys? What are you guys talking about? Where do you want us to park to get our stuff? You fucking idiot! So then he starts going, "You guys can't park here." And I said, "Well, we're not parking we're, here. We're loading. We're loading our stuff up." He's very angry and annoyed. Now, I guy was a fucking loser. I'm going to circle back to that. He's a volunteer. So he doesn't have to be. It's not like he's working a job. No, but and he's I'm only his job volunteering there because he, if he wasn't, he'd be in his basement suite, literally staring at a fucking wall. Okay, well, I don't know about that because again, how would he get down to the basement suite? But that's the uh, thing here or there. Uh, he teleports so, like he wanted us to teleport all our stuff. So out. then we get we go to the doors, we go up the elevator, we start moving all of our stuff. Well, first of all, we have to find someone to let us in. It was a fucking nightmare. We we come down, we come down the elevator with our first load of stuff. We go to the doors. And the guy in the wheelchair is back just in front of the doors. So I, I knock on the glass. I say, I'm so sorry. Would you mind moving so that we can get our stuff? And he rolls his eyes, then rolls his chair. Yeah, like, chair. what are you wanting us to fucking do with our stuff, I, you fucking idiot? And so he, mo- he, so he moves, but he doesn't move enough because we have we have three tables, six chairs, a door. Like, we have a – it's a lot. It's a huge amount of stuff. Yeah, and they're, they're big items. It's not like we can just hold it in our hands and walk it's through. It's two car loads of stuff. So I'm like, I'm so sorry. Would you mind moving it more? Again, he's huffing and puffing. And then as we start loading the stuff up into our vehicles, other volunteers are walking by, and he starts talking to them. He goes, these guys here, they don't have parking passes. Is yeah, it's like, what do you mean park? I, I literally – I was. I started yell. I started saying like, "Shut up, you fucking idiot!" To, like you know, in the distance. So uh, like, kind of like half under our, your breath, half not. It was crazy. Yeah, it was. We're crazy. in a loading zone, loading our stuff. It took us twenty minutes to do that, and then we're gone. We're not parking there, you yeah. fucking idiot. So we get. No wonder your legs are gone. <laughs> so we finally get all of our stuff into our vehicles. I tell. I tell him. I'm like, Dave, you you head out. Uh, and then I'm, I'm going to move the sandwich board into your stall, and I'm going to move the, the cones that were in mine back into mine. So Dave pulls out. I move my vehicle out a bit. I put the hazards back on. I move the cones into mine, and then I go for the sandwich board, and I hear this scrape, scrapes. Like I, just, I hear this like metal on asphalt, and it's the gentleman in the wheelchair wheeling himself with one hand and dragging the sandwich board in the other back into this, into this parking spot. And I went, oh, sir, I'm so sorry. I definitely, I, I can do that. No problem. And he, he looks at me, he puts his hand up. He goes, yeah, you know what? Don't worry about it, brother. And yeah, then like, rolls his eyes. Fuck you. And drops a sign. And I was what like, did you, okay. But I, I, I seriously want to know, what did they, how did they want us to get our stuff? Literally float yeah. above the air <laughs> and pull it out the, and then and then fly away with it? And like. How could you physically, how would we physically yeah. be able to take that shit out of there, you fucking idiots? 
Yeah, and I just uh, I didn't really understand what the problem was because there wasn't a show going on right now. There was nothing happening. We were just trying to do. And we were in a loading zone, hence the word loading, and we loaded our stuff. What the yeah. fuck is going on? So then we go. We finally make our way out of Grand Island. We go to the other venue. We set up. These guys were so lovely. These people, these these three guys, this other venue, they were the, like the tech. They were amazing. Uh, we do the live stream, which uh, went fine. There was uh, a little bit of a light crowd because, again, the fringe wasn't that organized in terms of, yeah, it was just whatever. Come back the Sunday, the next day, to get our stuff, to bring it back to Granville Island for our, our Sunday show. And we pull up into, into the, uh, the parking stalls. And then this time there was like a head volunteer, like someone in a red shirt. Oh, and, yeah, and yeah. I, and I come into the door. They're a bit better. And at this point, I'm already kind of like wincing. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to explain this. And I, have to, I, explain, I have to explain everything again, what we're doing, and then I have to wait and see what the reaction is, and then do I have to argue with someone? Well, it's even more idiotic when we're in those spots and we're actually moving this. They can see that we yeah. have stuff to move Well, in. and also how the fringe didn't coordinate. Hey, can you do this? And Or, hey, um, you guys are in that live stream, so this would be a good time to come. We'll make sure to let the volunteers know that you have access. And, and yeah, we'll have, yeah, I'll have it open. Da, 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 da. None of that. I go in there and I explain to the people in front of the doors what we're doing and why we're parked there. I make sure to add that on this time. And then a red shirt person is there. And the red shirt person goes, oh my gosh, that's so much work. Thank you so much for doing that. And I look, and I was both like shocked and awed and annoyed because I was like, you're welcome. But also... Why was this not slightly easier, considering you just emailed me asking if I wanted to do this, and I said, oh, what does that entail? And then the next thing I knew, we were just doing it, uh, but whatever. Again, we have a great copy of the show now that we get to keep, and it, the live stream was fun. It was just a shit show. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, this time, though, way easier. The red shirt guy made sure we were able to get in and do our stuff, and that was great. And then uh, we got to keep our set there. For the rest of the shows, which was a, yeah, a which godsend. Is, it was a It was just a that lifesaver. first di two days. That yeah, right. yeah. And then we went to take – well, then – yeah, my – Yeah, you got nothing. Uh, technical difficulties, one technical. sec. Spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch. Is that better? Oh, I'm back, yeah. I'm yeah, back. back, back. Uh, Sister Act 2, I'm back to have it. Um, back, that's a great show. I watched it the other day. Hang on. I'm going to find the email with this fucking loser. Cause oh! What? Oh, you got to check the score. Oh. Dave's on pins and needles. Just in case you guys are wondering when we're recording this, Dave's on pins and needles with the Blue Jays game because it's 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 gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. They just uh, shit they the bed. It. They blew it. They blew it. They blew it. Did they blow it? Did they blow it? Did they blow it? Did they blow it? His name was Ken. This fucking guy's name was Ken. Did the Blue Jays blow they it? They fucking blew it. Yeah, they blew it hard. They're out of the playoffs. They try. I've never. Uh, uh, no, that's not nice to say, but I don't want to support any Toronto team anymore. Okay, well, you heard it here. Dave said he won't, but he will. They were up 8-1 in the fifth inning and lost 10-9. That's fucking pathetic. That sounds bad. As a not-sports guy, that the numbers don't add up there. It's bad. Okay, remember that guy in the story that I called Bernie and said with a laptop and everything? His name was Ken. Yeah, fuck him. So, I can't believe it. our last show was a Saturday. The last day of the Fringe was the following day, the Sunday. So we assumed, or I, I assumed, there was, again, no coordination from the people at the Fringe. I was like, oh, okay, well, if there's shows going on on the Sunday, we can show up on Monday and get our gear out of the venue, and then sayonara, that's it. Thank you very much. So our last show's on the Saturday night. Again, thank you for everyone that came. It was amazing. We went out for drinks. It was great. Sunday morning, I wake up, and I text Ken at, like, 9.15, 9.15. 
I said verbatim, hey, Ken, just wondering if there's any, ch- uh, if there's any way to get a cop. Oh, no, wait. Sorry. You know what? I fucked up. His name's not Ken. It was Jamie. Yeah, I, I I've never even heard of Ken. <laughs> I totally fucked that up. <laughs> Ken was the nice guy. Jamie. It was Jamie. I said, hey, Jamie, just wondering if we could come to the Nest, that was the name of the venue, tomorrow to collect our set pieces from our fringe show. So I'm e- emailing him Sunday morning, tomorrow being Monday. I said, mm-hmm. thanks very much. Jamie yeah, says... Hi, you can convince Fringe slash or you yourselves want to pay the extra fee for that, then sure. Otherwise, the venue will be locked up at 10.15 today. Thanks, Jamie. He emails me back at 12.30. We have to fucking... So almost three and a half hours later, he's emailing me back saying, hey, you got to come today or you're paying an extra fee. An extra fee to rent out that whole venue for a day just to literally go in for 10 minutes to get our gear. I reply back, I wasn't briefed that it needed to be out today. Who should I follow up with? Then he emails me back, and he CCs someone from the fringe. So now, all of a sudden, his tone changes. He says, hi, Trevor. I'm CCing Eduardo here. This venue is empty tomorrow, but if not cleared tonight, fringe will be charged for the extra access. I won't be, I won't be available tomorrow to grant access, so Eduardo would have to go through the Granville Island Theater District office. Thanks so much, Jamie. So now that someone else is, like, watching him, he's a nice guy, right? I, I hope I, – I, here let's hear it no so then i uh email him back 25 minutes later by the way dave and i had arranged to go see a movie that after we were gonna go hang out have some beers go see a movie so now all of a sudden i'm going to granville islands uh so i said i'm on my way now she'll be there in 25 minutes please ensure i have access thanks trevor because again every time we go there we don't have access now i'd already checked the schedule and there was no show starting in there until 2 30 so i knew we had about an hour he said, hi, Trevor. There was a show at 2.30, so we would need everything out before we open the house at 2.15. Otherwise, we'll need to wait until that show is over. I'll let the tech know to expect you. Thanks, Jamie. I just emailed back. I know. I checked the schedule. And that was the last correspondent I had with Jamie. Yeah, I hope Jamie ends gets up, uh, dead. Yeah. I hope he ends up uh, having some uh, significant problems. Uh, not later in life, immediately in life. Because the guy's a prick. You know why he's a prick? Because I would respect him if he was a dick to everyone, right? If he was just like an asshole. But he was an asshole to me. And then as soon as someone else was in the email chain, he was a super nice guy. Well, he's got to look good. Like, what a fucking piece of shit this guy is. So then Dave ends up bombing down to Granville Island meeting me there. And we can't fit everything in our vehicles. Oh, so we broke it all. So, so we occupied those two parking stalls once again. And shattered all of our set. And then we brought our set down, and we couldn't fit two chairs in. So while, again, Sunday, Granville Island, very busy. There's volunteers in front of the doors. Our vehicles have the hazards on. They're chock full of tables and door frames. Um, and, yeah, people wandering by looking at us. We take these two chairs, and we just proceed to splinter them down. To small wooden pieces so that we can toss them in our vehicles and tear the fuck out of there, never to return mm-hmm. until potentially next year's fringe. Um, I didn't know if I wanted to talk about this because I'm kind of saying, hey, fuck you to the fringe in general. And I don't mean that. No, there's, still, there's a lot a of great. Experience. We got to see some shows which were uh, which were great. One of them was um, written by uh, uh, an old instructor of ours from Vancouver well, School. Yeah, Bill Marchant. It was a wonderful show. Yep. That show, coincidentally enough, the first few minutes was slightly tainted for me because uh, oh, we, the same lady. we got our seats uh, in the auditorium and the tech booth was immediately to our right. Well, this dumb prick fr- that was the, 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 the manager for these three venues, the one that was like, you can't be in here. There's no way I'm letting you in here. Da, 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 da. Also... Side note, I forgot to mention, we were bringing our door frame in, and she goes, wow, I hope that I hope that door frame you actually need for your show. Otherwise, you know, just get the audience to suspend their disbelief. 
I was, I was like, we have three tables and a door. She was just like making these fucking comments that were so unnecessary. I'm, I'm sitting. The show is like two or three minutes in. This other show that we're watching. And who shows up but her because she manages this venue too. She goes into the sound booth, takes a phone call. And she's like, she's not like, oh, can I call you back later? She's going, hi, yeah, no, that sounds, oh, I appreciate it. Well, when do you think? That's great. Like, like, a, like almost like a shout whisper. Like you, you're defeating the purpose of, of the whisper. Yeah, like you're not hitting. You know how you can adjust a car stereo for like treble and bass and mid? She's like eliminating the, the treble, but she's still talking so loud in the mid to low end frequency that it's still spiking a decibel meter. Like, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I, I turn around and, and it's this fucking jerk off. Jerk off. That's so, it. That's the word. Uh, but again, we ran into some nice volunteers at the fringe. We had some lovely people who were passing out flyers for our show, and they were great. That one guy that was organizing that that second venue where we went to see Bill's show at, he was great. That like British guy. Oh yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. He was nice. Yeah, yeah. So this is not. I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to paint everyone with the same brush. But I got to say, our experience from the people coordinating, not that coordinated, and then some of the volunteers. You you don't you, you don't want to volunteer. Don't don't. Don't be there. I don't know. Like, I think the volunteers get to see shows for free. So maybe this guy just wanted to like see some free shows, and then he's like, "I guess I'll I'll sit here and not have to do anything." And then unfortunately, I made him move for all of ten minutes while we had to move our set. But oh, yeah. Sorry, that was uh, that was a long story. But overall, the shows went great. Uh, we had a blast. I would definitely do. I'll have to say I would do the fringe again. I would just go in not expecting anything to be organized to do everything myself. And then probably just would write our own thing because the uh, <laughs> we ended up paying out of pocket to be there because the rights to the show. Hey, don't tell people that. Or uh, or uh, pricey. I'm just saying, I'm just being transparent. I would like I would write it next time so that we don't have to keep our keep our overhead low. But uh, it was good to walk the boards again, especially with you and Shay. It was a lot of fun. No, it was a lot of fun. We yeah. went right to Swagtown. Right straight to Swagtown. Uh, Golden BC. Yeah. All the way to Swagtown. I can't fucking believe the Toronto Blue Jays. Are you I, kidding me? Yeah, I shouldn't have looked at that. I cannot believe they lost. They were up eight. We we five. were editing an episode of Beer Me this afternoon, and uh, Dave's got the score on the other room, so he was checking it. And when I when I arrived here, the Blue Jays were up eight to one. Mm-hmm. And what was the final score? Ten nine. That's fucking bad. That's uh, her- like fucking infuriating. Is that so? Is that? Like is is that like? And they're out of the playoffs. They're, that was they're eliminated. So would that be like a kind of game that like people will go ten years from now? Oh man, remember that fucking game? No, because like, they didn't have. A, a, a kind okay. of weren't the they weren't gonna go. F- they have really good uh, batting, but they have terrible pitching. Well, you need a pitcher. And you need a catcher. Yeah, see, that's why that's they had nine works. runs, but then their pitchers blow it for them. Oh. <laughs> and don't they get paid just an obscene amount of money? Couldn't they just pay someone else an obscene amount of money to then be a better pitcher? No. Okay, I, I have no idea. The stable was the stable was was. Uh, Is the stable where they get they get uh, players from? Yeah. It okay. Was dry. It was, mm. a dr- it was a dry or uh, slim pickings. Is it like hockey where they can just offer contracts to people, or they have people in this like stable that they then pull up to the big? No, leagues? they can offer, but uh, hockey has a, a salary cap, right? They have a salary cap too, but it's insanely high. Okay. But hockey, uh, you can't just buy a team. Huh. But it doesn't. It's a, that's either here nor there. They they it, they lost. The point is they fucking blew it. Like bad. All right, I'm sorry to hear that. And now the team next year will probably suck. All half the players will leave, like they always do, because sports are shit, shitty now. 
it's not like it's like basketball where if uh, your team loses uh, all the players that were good that made the team good just uh, say I'm gonna go somewhere else. I guess with baseball though, the only Canadian team is the Blue Jays, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't there like a Quebec team at one point? Oh, there were, yeah, yeah. Um, Montreal Expos. The Expos. Huh. So I guess if you want to be a baseball fan and you want to just uh, celebrate, like you want to support a Canadian team, you don't have a choice. Uh, well, though, I mean, it's kind of like if you have a kid and they marry some shithead, but you want to support your kid, you're like, well, fuck, I guess I got to like, this is the guy. I think a lot guy. of Canadians like the Mariners, too. Uh, uh, Seattle? Yeah. Seattle Mariners. Seattle Kraken. Kraken's hockey. Hockey, that. They have, they have a hockey team? They have a baseball team? They just got a team for the first time last year. Seattle Kraken, Seattle Mariners. Is there another Seattle team? Oh, uh, Seahawks. Seahawks. That's football. NFL. And they used to have a basketball team called the Supersonics. Uh, and then you The Supersonics. Yeah. That's a fucking terrible name. Seattle Supersonics. No, you know what? I take it back. When you say it was Seattle, I like the alliteration. And they had a really good player. His name was Sean Kemp, and they called him the Rain Man because he made it rain. Okay. Basketball in the hoop. He could could get it in from anywhere. Literally two. He had like nine kids with nine different women, so he could get it in. in, I was going to say, there's a little little entendre there. Also, um, what year was this? What? I'm just just like, you call him the Rain Man. Sean uh, Kemp? Like, that was a very well-known movie. No, it wasn't about a movie. He, he, you make it rain when you're throwing sure. sh- great sh- basketball And shots. I guess Seattle, very rainy climate, so that kind of works. I just think if someone called me the rain man, I, and then they were like, no, 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 it's because you make the baskets. I, I go, okay. Yeah, making it rain is an actual basketball term. That's why they call him the rain man. Oh, that's from basketball. Yeah, making it rain. Oh, I knew making it rain was a term. I just thought it was a stripper term where you're you're you go there with a bunch of money. Oh, that too, but no, making it rain. Uh, is, but it originated is, is in basketball. Shots. Okay, well, dropping shots could also do it at a strip club. Yeah, well, I mean, but yeah, do dropping shots, multiple kinds of shots too. The, both the alcoholic and uh, seminal potentially. What the hell is that? Like semen. Ew. Dropping shots. Seminole? Is that a real word? Seminole. Well, it's a, there's multiple, like the Seminole is like the peak, but then also Seminole could uh, contain semen. What are you talking about? Google Seminole, definition of Seminole. Make sure you have the images oh, turned on. Oh, I think on. I know. I've seen that word. When you, when you, you uh, read a box of com- condoms, I bet you it have, says Rain it, Man. it blocks the Seminole. What? Seminole? When you read comics? Condom boxes. Oh, condom boxes. You fucking sailor? Seminole. Oh, yeah. The, the meaning seminal is of relating to or consisting of seed ew, or semen. Ew, seed. Seed, That's seed is not okay. <laughs> you know what else I've been seeing around uh, Twitter lately? I don't want to get into why I'm seeing it, uh, but uh, the term breeding. But uh, like talking about humans, isn't that gross? Well, that's what, don't they? And then you're not allowed to say you have a husband or wife, and you, it's partner, isn't it, too? I breed with my partner. Oh, God. I just, and uh, the partner part doesn't bother me. It's the breed. Like, what do you, why do we call it breeding? The partner part bothers me a lot. Yeah, that's because uh, nobody loves you. <sighs> my mic smells. Yeah, well, I want you to remember that it's your mic. No one else uses that but you. So no, it, it smells... doesn't smell like poo or anything. It's like uh, a- attic-y. Like an attic? Like a tickle trunk. Oh, it's got hey, they're, dust making a, on it. they're making a fucking documentary of Ernie. Ernie and Bert? No, no, no. Uh, Ernie, I can't remember his last name. Uh, Mr. Dress Up. Oh, really? Yeah, it's coming out on Amazon next year. He didn't do anything raping or anything. No, 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 no. This is like this is like a, like a love letter to him. This oh, is like, okay, like, yeah. He was a good guy. I just think. like, just like. Oh, I used to watch Mr. Dress Up constantly. Ernie, fuck was he? Yeah. The Casey, puppets don't age well. If Casey you look and up, Finnegan? Yes. If you look those puppets up, Casey and Finnegan, they're 
horrifying. Oh, yeah, they look weird. They look, but like there was a picture going around of like Mr. Dress Up and then Casey and Finnegan uh, oh, Casey when the doc the one that when the doc got announced, and holy shit, it's the stuff of nightmares. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, they didn't have HD then either, so it probably didn't look as psychotic. I used to watch Mr. Dress Up. But like when you see it in full clarity, full fucking, even 1080p, let alone 4K, it's pretty scary. Yeah, Casey's fucked up. Yeah, like isn't that t- like that's Casey looks like a pedophile Frenchman. Or that's something. but like that's that's kind of because of, now it is, is it scary because it looks spooky in high definition or is it terrifying because a lot of our horror I, I thought, films have co-opted that kind of look for I the villain? He was a rapist because he had that tickle trunk. What? There he is. There's his tickle trunk too. Yeah, what's his name? Ernie. It just says Mr. Dress Up. Beloved Canadian icon. Was that a Canadian show? Ernie Combs. Combs, that was it. Or is it Combs? Combs, yeah. Look at that bird. I never. I don't remember the bird. That bird looks like a fucking ball sack with a beak. Ernie Combs. Yeah. Yeah. C O M B S. Yeah. Like Combs with Metro. He's got all of his shit in his tickle trunk. That's the best. That those clothes. The tickle trunk. Tickle trunk became part of the vernacular. He better wash those clothes because they're gonna get musty in there. Well, if they're his clothes, it's kind of like your microphone. If it's not bothering you, it's not bothering anyone. He was around for a long time. I know. What a sweetheart. Is he dead? Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's hurtful. Yeah. When did he die? Oh, he's dead for sure. He died. Yeah. There's no way. No, he's no. He's not Jeff Bezos. He's never enough a coin to keep himself going. Mr. Dress Up's tickle trunk. He's not. That. He's not Walt Disney. I used to love some the trunk jar. The most out of everything. Oh my God! You can buy it for your kids. Uh, that would be amazing. What? You buy a knockoff? You can't buy the actual. No, tickle not trunk. his fucking trunk. He got probably got buried in it. What a way to go! Would Wouldn't you that get, be? What, that would be weird, hey? I would want to get buried in my tickle. If I was a if, if I, I had a tickle uh, trunk, hit children's television show where that I had a tickle. That's trunk? so dark. Put me in that too. Don't even, not even ashes too. Like cr- break my bones so I can fit in it. No, yeah, there's not, there's no fucking way. They would only maybe do that. They, they maybe they would design an urn that looks like a small tickle trunk. Oh, I want it in my actual tickle. No, I trunk. know what you want. Okay, and then put all the clothes on top of the, uh, my corpse. No, see, that's not gonna work because you're gonna. How does that work? Because wouldn't you? What do you mean? It doesn't matter. They're burying me anyways. You want to be? You want clothes dumped on you, and then the trunk sealed, and <laughs> yeah. then a lock put on. Yeah. And they'll get some and fucking Egyptian to make sure that you can't rise again. They'll no, put, no, they'll put that's like not a what fucking I was seal. Saying. They'll put like a, a spiritual uh, seal a on it. Yeah. No, no, no. Seance will be to call you back. Oh yeah. Well, I can't be called back. No, right? they want you. We want to make sure that that that, like, nev- that musty trunk never gets opened again. <laughs> and then we bury you. I think I think we actually pour concrete on it. But I'd like my body to be snapped in half, like a. You know what they do? Like, like so, my legs, my head was resting on my feet, and then placing me in the tickle trunk. Then put you all. You just my, want that so you can put all my capes, yourself. put all the capes and you the, just want to be and the jackets and the wizard fuck. hats on top of me. Um, here's the here's another. Well, how about this? What about this? What about this? What if we took your hand and then we put it in a wet like cement, right? Yeah. And then we. I'm dead. Am I dead? By this? Yeah, point? yeah. You're already dead. <laughs> and then and then we snap you in half. We throw you in a tickle trunk. Put yeah, the yeah, wizard yeah. hat and the fucking clothes and stuff on top. And, yeah. Then we close the lid. Then we put the lock on. We get the Egyptian to make sure it's all sealed. Yeah. Then we pour cement over that. And then while the cement is drying, we put the the square of your handprint on top, like a fucking cool looking. Oh, that'd tomb. be cool. Yeah. Oh, and I want Casey and Finnegan in the trunk too. No, no, that's covered in baby oil. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Also, what the fuck's the point of the baby oil? <sighs> to preserve them? Yeah. I bet baby so, oil would preserve them. So they stay uh, glossy. Moist. Yeah. They stay glossy and moist. Uh, Casey's terrifying. 
Yeah, Casey looks like a weird. That would be a great Halloween couples costume, by the way, going as Casey and Finnegan, because it's both scary oh, and I'm charming. I'm sure someone's done that before. There's no way. But someone... recently, yeah, no fucking shot. I'm gonna look it up. I time. loved Mr. Dress Up. Any other? Remember today's special? Yeah, that was good too. With the for those who don't know the show, today's special. The premise was once a uh, like a department store closed for the evening. Why does it always have? You put a magic hat on this mannequin, he would come to life. He had a vest and a friend. There was a mouse, I think. And the security guard was like uh, one of those puppet guys, kind of like Sesame Street Probably type. Has dressed up as Casey and I'm telling you, man. And I'm talking about you make the costume yourself. Like, you really put the time and effort in. It'd be terrifying. And a lot of people wouldn't even know. No one's ever fucked with Casey and Finnegan. I'm telling you, dude. You'd be Casey and Finnegan. It's terrifying and heartwarming. It's both. It's both things. So Ernie wasn't, no, no one's digging up. It's like up, childbirth. No one's digging up any dirt on Ernie. He's clean. Let's, like, let's just like, here's a question. If they found something, would you want to know? Yes. Why? I mean, no, I wouldn't want to know. I, but you said that he was, there's a movie coming out. Is it's he a documentary get, just about him. Yeah, is he going to get smeared in that? I hope not. Here's why. This is actually a little, this is a good, good, good question. Here's why if they found dirt, I wouldn't want to know. Because... Nobody dressed up as that. Because no one is making any money that I know of or capitalizing on that show still, right? And I guess it would depend on what he did. Like if there was a like if there were victims or whatever alive today, then obviously. But I don't know if he. I don't know if he was like a vigilante that just. Uh, if he like, that was too dark. I can't say that. Who's if he was, a vigilante? If he was a vigilante that went around just like taking guys' legs that would then end up volunteering at a fringe show. I'm okay with like letting sleeping dogs lie. Right? Who's a fucking vigilante? I'm just saying, like, if they dug up something. I couldn't on... find one photo on the wide <laughs> web of anyone dressed as Casey or Finnegan, the dog. <laughs> if they dug up dirt on Mr. Dress Up, would you want to know? Or like, I would say no, so long as there's no one. That it involved today, right? So, like, what kind of dirt would that be? Oh, he's... Well, I can't see that. What if he went... Like, if he if he pulled if a Pee Wee Herman. He's touching ass. He's grabbing... No, I don't care about that if he's jerking yeah. off. But if he's, if he's like, grabbing ass... Well, that's and, what I mean. Because that would predicate... Like, that would that would mean that there's, like, victims today that would then be like, hey... I can't even say that in a sentence. That we can't yeah. even talk bad about him at all. No, I... Hey, no. He's the GOAT. Mr. Dress Up is the fucking GOAT. And I'm not talking bad about it. I'm just... I'm I'm theorizing... He died in the 80s. Well... Ernie Coombs? Coombs? When did Ernie Coombs die? Oh, man, that's so depressing. He died September 18th, 2001. He lived just long enough to see the towers fall. Oh. What? No, September 11th was the... Yeah, and he died September 18th. Oh, he did see... The last big thing to happen in his life was 9-11. I'm sure he's out of it by then. He was only 73. He died of cancer. He was probably on... He was probably heavily... He he died. I don't even know if I want to know how he, he died. died seven I'm, days after the twin towers. No, he's probably he like this already. No, he's in palliative care. What if he had a heart attack? Because it was so, it broke his heart so much. Oh, that the world has got to that point. Yeah, maybe. yeah, maybe. Death. He suffered a stroke on Sep. Oh wait, on September tenth. Hallelujah. Oh, so he was all fucked up. I told you. Coombs suffered a stroke on September tenth, two thousand and one. Ooh, while recording narration for the Sinner revival of Simon in the Land of Chalk Drawings. Well, that's kind of sad. His ashes were scattered by his cottage in Maine. 
Oh. That's the best day to go, though. September 10th? He had a stroke the day before 9-11. He, did, he lived in a pre-9-11 world. I told you he di- didn't know about it. I said he fucking didn't you know. Had, you said he died of... You had no idea. I, I said seven days... He died on the 18th. Seven days before you die and you're that old, you're probably fucked up. At 73, a week before you die? But that means you have something wrong with you. You don't just fucking die of a heart you, attack. Yeah, you well, do. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you do. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. I'm just saying, you ended up being right, but there was no reason for you to be right, is what I'm saying. If he was like in his 80s, 90s, I'd be like, okay, yeah, he's probably out of it. He's probably like, good morning, and it's fucking oh, 8 yeah, o'clock so, at night. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Why are we but so thank, worried? Why he doesn't give a shit? But thank God he fucking died the day before 9-11. What a day. So he died 23 years ago. Yeah. That's, what? Isn't that right? No. 2001? It's 2021 years ago. 21 years ago. Am I right? Uh, um, <laughs> 21 years ago. Yeah, 21. Sorry. 2001, 2011, 2021. Yeah, add one. Oh, so 21 years ago isn't that long ago? That's pretty long ago. Yeah, it's fucking... It's Over two life, decades? It's a lifetime ago. I definitely don't remember clocking that he died, although there wasn't social media, so well, I, I don't remember. Be... When he, I think everyone was more worried about the nine eleven. Yeah, that's that's he, the he, thing. Now his that death you put, got swept under the rug. Now, yeah, now that you now that you mention it, we don't know that Ernie Coombs died because of fucking nine eleven. Thanks a lot, Osama. Yeah, what an asshole. What kid. a fucking way to override. Like we would have had like like uh, parades in the street yeah. for him. I hope you're freezing cold in Mariana's trench. Yeah. Great band. Not good live, but they got a couple bangers that if you listen to on Spotify, fucking hold up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they had a big uh period. What wasn't like that 2010? Yeah, right around there. I went and saw them live at a uh at a college concert thing. Was it Campus Chaos? I don't know. Uh, but they were shit. They were absolute <laughs> garbage. Uh, we were waiting for the call, and it's like, oh my god! This, I think this one, like everyone started becoming aware of auto tune. Okay, yeah, like it was a, like, a, like a T Pain. It was a big disparity between what the live show was giving us yeah. and what you listened to. Remember that guy, rapper T Pain? I don't know. Everything was auto tune, and then he would sing live, and everyone would said that. Guy. Everyone was like, "Can you please get this guy? Yeah, get auto tune. Yeah, get the microphone away from him. Just take, unplug the XLR cable and plug it into a CD player, and then just." Spin his tracks. Yeah, that's so fucked. Hmm. What was the last concert you went to? I was just thinking about that. I can't fucking remember. Last concert I went to was Hanson. What the hell last? We've been out of podcast since I went to Hanson, have we? Nope. Oom bop ship it to bop. It was. A, uh, it was great. That was a wild time because my brother Adam flew in for his birthday. Fuck? We went and saw Bare Naked Ladies at the P and E. Oh, uh, uh, Queen. Really? With uh, Adam... Uh, uh, Lambert. Yeah, it was Lambert. really good, too. When was that? Uh, 2019? Pre-COVID? Yeah, pre-COVID. Yeah, 2019. Summer of 2019. Um, yeah, I saw Bare Naked Ladies, and then... So oh, Adam, no, 2018. Summer of 2018? Uh, fuck where, it. It was at the uh, Rogers? Rogers, yeah. Yeah, nice, nice. It was good. It was really good. Um, Bare Naked Ladies was great. They were at the outdoor concert. And then Adam and I went on this ride. I can't remember what the ride's called. But it's this one where... There's only four people on at a time, and it's two on one end, two on the other, and it lifts you, I don't even know how high. Oh, uh, the gravi- it's called the, uh, the no, the uh, uh, Revelation. That's it, the Revelation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you go, you, so you go up 
you go it's like a crane. You're just yeah. in a crane. One hundred percent, three hundred feet high in the air. Yeah, and then the you're strapped in, and your individual cart also rotates. So this thing spins, and then you spin in that. It's fucking psycho. So we went on that after the concert, and then um, we got back to my place, and um, Adam did not have a very good night uh, between the uh, white spot burger and all of the spinning and the copious amounts of beer. Here's the bullshit thing at some place like the Peony, and I kind of understand it, but it still kind of annoys me, is that we wanted to have enough beer while we're watching Bare Naked Ladies that we didn't have to leave to get more beer. So we get in the beer lineup, and then we have to bring... We're only allowed two each, so we bring these two beers to our seats, and then we leave them there, and then we go back, and then we get two more each, but we didn't want to go all the way back to our seats, so there was like a stone, uh, like a pillar uh, just outside where you buy beer, so then... We brought our four beer to that pillar. I waited there. Adam got two more. He came back. That was back. a cinder I went and block. Got two more. It was a cinder block. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and then um, I went and got two more. So we ended up with four or f- six beers. I think six beers on top of the two each that we already had in our seats. And then we had to navigate our way through the crowd, each holding these six beers. They wouldn't give us a tray, obviously, because you're not allowed more than two beers a person. So Hell yes. So we ended up uh, stockpiling all of these beers. Uh, under the seats in front of us because it was just like folding chair seats because it's an outdoor venue. But here's the weird thing at that concert was that Adam and I were eight rows from the front and everyone around us just stayed seated the whole time. Oh, no one wanted to fucking have fun? No, and like the two ladies in front of us stood up eventually, but I think it was because... We were rocking out, and some of our beer Rocking was, out? Uh, you just said we were rocking out. Yeah, we were out. rocking out, and some of our beer was sloshing their seats oh that's awesome so i think they stood up because they just didn't want to smell like uh christian piss and, slater's piss and beer why would there be piss smell because uh, they're so fucking high on x they're pissed their pa- pants no but what, adam and i weren't high on x no the people in front of you were oh oh so they pissed their pants yeah i see there does ecstasy so f- make you piss your pants i don't even know why. Oh, okay i don't think i've ever had it i don't think uh it does but i guess if you have enough of anything to make you piss your pants hey another bug I've had M- I'd taken MDMA. Is that the same thing? I don't yeah. think it is. Yeah, I'm um pretty positive that ecstasy and Molly are the same thing. Oh shit! Well, there goes your clean track record of never having X. Um, and then so after so uh, did the concert, which was great. Slammed back all those beers. Went to this ride, rode the ride, flipped us around a bunch. Got a white spot burger. Oh, flipped you over. Took huh? a cab home. Adam didn't have a very good night. Got up the next morning. Made it to the Vancouver airport for. 7.30 a.m., I think. Why is there fucking... And then we caught we caught a flight back to Edmonton. Did you, get to have, did you have a beer before the flight? Oh, yeah. How'd, a, you have, how'd you manage that? Uh, I had a beer on the flight. Oh, what about in the airport? We didn't have time. We made it... At, I think they serve uh, all the time there now, right? I think so, yeah. But as we got to our gate, like the last person for the flight was walking down the pedway. Like, we just made it in time. Hmm. Got on the flight. Uh, went back to Edmonton, hung out at my brother's place uh, with my nephew and my sister-in-law, and then we got a ride downtown to uh, to Hanson, where we saw Hanson at uh, what used to be um, uh, the Ranch Nightclub. The Ranch. It was the best. It was a country nightclub in Edmonton. They had dollar highball night. So you get two doubles for four bucks. That's awesome. It was great. You bring like 30 bucks, you're set for the night. But now it's called Midway. And Midway, this bar now, it ha- it's one of those gaming bars. They've got all these different uh, arcade games set up. Like they had Mario Kart. They had Guitar Hero. They had all these things set up. Then they have a, uh, like a drop-down area where you can stand in front of the stage. That drop-down area used to be the dance floor at the ranch. So Ranch. 
I spend like 30 bucks to get all these tokens for this game because I was like, great, we'll play Mario Kart, don't drink and drive, we'll have a good time, we'll get some drinks. We start playing. One of the attendants comes over and goes, oh, uh, yeah, you guys can't. We got, we're, turn, we're unplugging all the machines because the concert's about to start. I said, well, I bought all these tokens. No one told us. He said, oh, that's okay. You can always play the games afterwards. I said, oh, so once the concert's done, machines come back on and we can use these tokens. He said, yeah. I said, oh, great, no problem. Thanks very much. So Hanson actually fucking slapped. They were amazing. They played for like two hours. Oh, God. They were a little late coming to the stage, and you could tell. I think it was Taylor. He was probably doing tons of blow in the back. That's a total guess on my part. But they were like, we were waiting and waiting, and you could tell just like one of the brothers, obviously, was probably a shithead. Just Which one's Taylor? The middle, the one that's oh, the, the one main that singer. Yeah, the main singer, yeah. Actually, they all at one point. they sound point, good live? They did. They sounded great. And at one point, they all took lead vocals on different songs and stuff. Ew. No, it was good. It was honestly, if you have a chance to see Hanson, I recommend it. I don't know. But although I was, I was a little high, I was a little high at the concert, and halfway through, this one girl came up to me and she's like, "Hey, how come you?" Yeah, I had an edible. Hey, how come you don't look like you're having any fun? She was doing this to me. She's just poking my shoulder. Why are you having any fun? Your friends are having fun because Adam and Craig were just uh, rocking out. Uh, your favorite expression. Yeah, rocking rocking out at a hand. And concert. I'm just guessing that I had that vacant look on my face where I was just I was like, oh, I'm having fun. Thanks. I'm, she's like, you don't look it though. And I was like, why are you? She was quite small. I was like, why are you here, small person? Just please leave me alone. I didn't. What are you doing? Anyways, concert ends. Having a great time. Vibing. Games come back on. Go back and play Mario Kart. We do one race, and some guy comes up to me. and He goes, yeah, guys, uh, we're pulling the plug, uh, shutting down, time to leave. I said, I have all of these fucking tokens, and you told me I could use these tokens. <laughs> Did you say that to the guy? Yeah. That's a lie. I was like, you told me I could use all these tokens. He goes, oh, well, you know what? We'd love to have you back in the night so you can use those tokens. I was like, okay. So then we leave, and I'm annoyed now. We get outside. We're standing around waiting for a cab. Adam stole a poster from the bathroom. He gets uh, Hanson to sign it. They're all by this bus, and there's all these girls like, oh, oh, oh fuck yes. So Adam joins the girls, oh, my God, and they, he gets his poster signed. I really have to piss, really bad. There's a guy at the front of the entranceway. I said, hey, man, I'm so sorry. I, can I get to use the bathroom? He goes, nope. I said, look, I, I'm not, I, I, don't, I don't want to try and get another drink or anything. I really just have to use the bathroom. Can I please use the bathroom? I said, I, I gave him my wallet and my cell phone. I said, you can hold on to these for me. I'll be right back. He goes, nope, sorry, I can't do it. I said, would you rather I piss on the side of your building? He's like, you can't piss on the building, man. I was like, well, you're not leaving much of a choice, are you? He goes, look, man, I can't. And then I went around the side of the building. I took a piss, and I came back around and smiled at him. And then we got in a cab, and we proceeded to review bomb them on Google. And um, then they reached out to me asking if they could um, if they could rectify the situation oh my God. by inviting me back. And I just because you kept fucking with them. I didn't. I didn't keep fucking with them. I. I basically said that anyone looking to use a venue in Edmonton steer clear of this one because your 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 audience members or your fans will thank you for it. But yeah, that place is cursed. Never had a good time at the ranch. Front ranch minus dollar highballs, and I've uh, been to Midway once. Not going back. But that was a whirlwind uh, forty hours. It was, a, it was a good time. Yeah, it sounds like a fucking hoot. Jesus <sighs> fucking. I don't even know why I talk to you sometimes. You know, ultimately, what this podcast is about: trudging along, the being fact that, depressed. Yeah. Well, the fact that I am somehow, unfortunately, saddled with you, and that just obviously initiates trudging. Oh fuck! You like? 
Oh, anything else you want to get off your chest right now? Or are you good? I got to take a piss. All right. That's okay. We're going to wrap things up. Um, guys, thank you so much for hanging out and listening <laughs> to us. We love you very much. Yeah, I love you. Thanks for fucking everything. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we took a longer than planned hiatus because of mostly because of the play and because of X, Y, and Z. But it was the play. We had to rehearse for a month and then it was the play. Well, yeah. Then I was gone. And then, yeah, yeah. Like, there was that. There was like, there was some mitigating factors afterwards. But now we're back and uh, we're locked, cocked, and ready to rock. Yeah. Cock, hard cock lock. Okay. There it is. We yeah. love you guys okay. and uh we'll talk to you soon keep stay, trudging stay true uh what else do you say always wait front to back there it is <laughs>